At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Hey, this is Brian Alvarez, and this is today's edition of the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8-Side Network. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern, and of course, Saturdays with Jim Valley. At uh, 10 Pacific, 1 Eastern. we got a lot of news to get into today. It's Monday. You know what that means? A lot of stuff happened over the weekend. We had shows. We had title changes. We had literally a half dozen injuries that we have to get into here today. And uh, we're going to go over all that here on the show. As well as the full lineup for Raw tonight. The full lineup for NXT tomorrow. The full lineup for AW on Wednesday. Wednesday, of course, is the go-home dynamite for the pay-per-view this coming weekend, which I will be attending. I'm going to be there in Vegas. Dave's going to be there. Got a whole bunch of people going. And if you would like to join us there, f4wonline.com slash Vegas. You can join us for our Q&A. You can join us for a Brazilian steakhouse dinner. Don't miss that one. And uh, we may we may have a couple of packages available that uh, involve a ticket to Double or Nothing, but those may be sold out. So whatever you're interested in, f4wonline.com slash Vegas, I would go there ASAP and see what is left. Going to do a meet and greet with Dave. It's going to be a lot of fun, so don't miss that this weekend. We've also got updates on the video game. We finally, finally have a release date for AEW Fight Forever. And believe it or not, that is the... uh, Top story today, and I'll tell you why. As noted, we've got a backup location for Collision, and uh, we're going to know one way or the other on Wednesday. So we'll tell you about that. And uh, the New Japan show yesterday, and SmackDown, Rampage, whatever you want to talk about. Texas, 425-780-7566. That is 425-780-7566. Brian at WrestlingObserver.com. At Brian Elbers on Twitter. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. Let's get going on the news. And the big story today, Fight Forever. 
finally has an official release date. Announced today, Fight Forever will be released Thursday, June 29th. PS5, PS4, Xbox Series X and S, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. And this was made via a video from Kenny Omega quite some time ago, he said. We announced our first foray into the video game world, AEW Fight Forever. We wanted to develop an arcade experience that was fun, easy to pick up and play, but difficult to master. We believe AEW and our partners with Ukes have created just that experience. Rated T for Teen. Due to blood, violence, language, mild suggestive themes, and use of alcohol and tobacco. Okay? Following match types are included in the game. Singles matches, tag team, three-way, four-way, casino battle royal, falls count anywhere, unsanctioned lights out, and exploding barbed wire death matches. Why were you so surprised by that? There's a career mode, Brian Alvarez. Is he going to make the Sandman? How can you tell the career of the hangman Adam Page without him sitting at the bar, sitting there with a drink in his hand, maybe using that drink when he wrestles an unsanctioned lights-out match, which it says here in the press release allows use of weapons and, of course, lots of blood. Just tell me that they have that uh, create-a-wrestler function where I can make the Sandman... And do all of my AEW dream matches with the Sandman. Is that possible? Did you have a... Sandman in his prime versus John Moxley? Don't tell me you don't want to see that match. Don't even tell me. Might be blood. He says, Tony Khan says, Since our initial announcement, fans worldwide have shown unbridled passion around the launch of Fight Forever. Unbridled. That's passion right there. Yes. They could not be bridled. No. They were so excited for this game. Fight Forever, Kenny and our world-class team have delivered an authentic, nostalgic feel, etc., etc. So uh, why, why am I even announcing this? Well, the video game was first announced in November of 2020. It is now May of 2023. It's been a long time mm. since they announced this. And the uh, fact of the matter is, this is potentially a real big money thing for AEW. They've been banking a lot on this video game. They invested a ton into this video game with the hopes that this video game was going to be a huge hit, which would result in a huge influx of income to AEW. So it would not be as important to say a television deal, but, you know, it, there's a lot of money at stake with this game. So they've been waiting almost three years since the announcement to have it released, and it's been pushed back, pushed back, pushed back. But it's now time. So it's going to be very interesting to uh, follow the release, sales, what fans think about the game, if they announce another game for uh, for somewhere down the road. But this is a big one financially for AEW. So uh, we can all hope for the best there. I haven't followed this intensely or anything. Has there been an estimate on how much they've put out to produce this game so far? I don't think there's actually been an estimate, but my my guess is like, you know, eight figures. Like a lot of money. A lot of money went into this, to my knowledge. Could be totally wrong about that, but that's the impression that I got. Well, and I guess this is one for the listeners, really, obviously, more than either one of us, but... 
what is good for a release of a game like this in the first? Can you make that money back? Like, what do games, and not talking about the biggest games in the world, what would a game to this level actually look to get in its main buying cycle? Seriously, because I have no idea at this point what actually, you know, gold or platinum would actually equate to when it comes to the gaming world. Now, also very important for AW is Wednesday. AW is considering a backup location for the debut edition of Collision. Daly's Place, Jacksonville, Florida, is being considered as a backup location. AW had originally set to launch the show at the United Center, Chicago, June 17th, but plans are currently up in the air due to a dispute between Punk and AEW. Dave wrote, AW's had contact with Daly's Place as a possible backup location. This is not an official change, but it has appeared that the CM Punk situation has until Wednesday to go whichever way it goes, and if he's not appearing, then they won't go to the United Center. People involved with the proposed event said they were told yesterday about the show being possible and that a decision would be made over the next week. So they had a list of upcoming events, and uh, the Wednesday after, or maybe it's the Wednesday before, uh, it's the Wintrust Arena. And so, you know, some people saw the announcement of the Wintrust Arena, and they were like, well, I guess that means, you know, there's there's no CM Punk. And in fact, that's not what that means, because their plan, their plan is they are going to run the Wintrust Arena one way or the other. So if CM Punk decides he's going to do this, or whatever the situation is, and, you know, he's he's on then they're going to announce the United Center, and they would do both shows within a you know three- to five-day period or whatever. I can't remember if the wind trust is before or after. Someone probably remembers, but uh, it's either the dynamite before or after. But that's, that's the idea. So if Punk is not going to be on the debut collision, then they're not going to run the uh, United Center. They will run Daly's Place because they feel, and there's two things here. Number one... They feel that if Punk's return is advertised for the United Center, they're going to do great there, and then they'll do fine for the show at the Wintrust Arena. But uh, if he's not there, I don't think they're confident at all of doing great numbers for the United Center and Wintrust, you know, three to five days apart. The other issue, the other issue, and this is a big issue because of what they did last time when he debuted, if they announce the United Center, everybody is going to expect that the guy is going to be there. And if he's not going to be there, you're going to have some really, really unhappy people. So because of what happened the first time, you do not want to announce the United Center unless he's for sure going to be there. Now, last week, they were supposed to announce the United Center. They did not. They announced every single upcoming date and location, except that one, we will announce next week, which meant there were seven days to get everything figured out. And, uh, you know, not just figured out, but I don't know what the agreement is. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. But if Punk is confirmed for the show, then on Wednesday, they are going to announce the United Center. And if he's not, they're going to announce Daly's Place. So that's how you're going to know what's going on. If you ask me right now what they are going to announce on Wednesday... I shouldn't say anything, but 
My presumption is that they're going to come to an agreement with Punk and they are going to announce the United Center. This obviously, obviously could change, okay? You're going to get lit up. Why? For what? I don't know. My my gut is that they're going to come to an agreement. I just want to see it happen again. But you know what's funny is at the end of last uh, Wednesday's show, the last thing I said on the show was, my presumption is that they're going to announce him tonight, and they didn't, okay? So uh, yeah, I guess we'll said see. said you got presented on Instagram. That's what happened. I still don't know uh, why. Boy. I still have absolutely no idea why. I'd just like to know why this wasn't ironed out with Ace Steel long before now. I mean, why the decision was made last Tuesday as it stands right now, unless any other new reporting has come out, unless AEW has said anything else. Why was it Tuesday when this was decided? Why was this not ironed out ahead of time, knowing it was going to be a headache for people on both sides of the equation, no matter what the decision was? How did it go this far? That, to me, is really the biggest question here, regardless of what happens. What was the breakdown in communications that caused this to happen? I don't know, but uh, after the break, I got something I got to say about that. All right. Yeah. Back in a moment, Observer Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. We're in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Simberbibi, also WrestlingObserver.com. You know, I don't even want to really talk about this much because, you know, punks listening, let me make it clear. I don't even know if all this stuff with, uh, you know, what's his name? Punk's buddy, Ace Steel. Ace, Ace Steel, yes. I don't even know what happened here, okay? I've heard all of the stories, and the general story is that Ace Steel, and correct me if I got this story wrong, Ace Steel was fired, and then CM Punk wanted him back, 
And so he was hired back, and Punk was given the impression that he was going to be working as an agent at Collision. And then it turned out that he was being hired back, but he was going to work remotely and never be at Collision. And then this made CM Punk angry. Is that generally the story that, uh, no. that's been told here? Well, I, I think that's it's... the story that I heard. No, and I, I can pull up the specifics here, you know, from the Fightful and from the House of Wrestling thing. It was that he was hired back at some point. Now, whether that was because nobody else was fired or whatever it is, obviously you would figure CM Punk would want him back regardless of what it was, but he had apparently been working there remotely helping out. I guess it was with creative at that time. And it was, he was led to believe either he was led to believe or was told he was going to be back when collision started again. And then apparently from House of Wrestling, the decision was made on Tuesday. He was not coming back. That got to Punk. Yes. And then I that's guess what I everything said. went. That's what I said. Like, they thought that he was going to be working collision. And now the story is, no, he's only going to be remote. That made Punk mad. And probably Ace Steel mad, too. He's been working remotely. I know. But the story was that they thought he was going to be working in backstage at collision when it started. Yes. And yes. now they're told that's not the case. Okay. Well, that's what the question is. Well, that, hold on. To me, is there, there's the issue because that's what they are claiming is we were not only, I guess, led to believe that, that's what it was supposed to be, and then the decision was See, made. See, it's before that's... that. The problem actually goes even before that, okay? Okay. Here's the thing to me, okay? And this is not the first time this – here's the thing. Whether that exact series of events is true or not – my larger point is that this is not the first time that there has been an issue in AEW between parties. And the solution that Tony Khan has come up with has resulted in both sides being angry. Okay? That's my yes. point here. So here's the deal. Okay. Here's the deal. Okay? You have a situation where Ace Steel bit Kenny Omega. And I don't think that the elite really would like him to be hired back because he bit somebody, okay? Now, Punk is friends with Ace Steel. Punk believes that Ace Steel did what was right, you know, whatever. And so he wants him to come back. So, really, there's only two solutions that are actually going to work here. And each solution is going to make one side angry. The one solution is, Ace Steel is fired, he ain't coming back, he bit somebody. He's not coming back, he's done, okay? This makes Ace Steel angry, it makes CM Punk angry. Makes the Elite happy, they don't want the guy back, he bit somebody, alright? The other solution is, well, we bring the guy back. He's going to be working collision, the Elite is not going to be on collision, we're going we're gonna to rehire him. This is going to make CM Punk happy. It's going to make Ace Steel happy. But it's going to make the Elite angry. Guy bit us, and now he's back, got a job again, okay? So the one solution makes the Punk side happy, and the other side, the other, it's the opposite, right? Well, the third solution here is we're going to rehire him, which, of course, makes the Elite angry that he's being rehired. But he is not allowed to actually go to the show which then makes CM Punk 
NA Steel angry. So the one solution chosen was a solution that makes all sides angry. This is not the first time that I have heard that Tony wants to find a solution that makes everybody happy. But in doing so, the solution often makes everyone unhappy. Brian, let me let me ask you a question here. Yes. Why then was this not really ironed out long before the day before this was going to be announced where everybody again I, I that's that's my only question my is, guess is how did this happen my guess is that tony probably knew that eventually this was going to come to a head and he figured that he would buy himself time until that day came i don't know that but i mean i don't know it's you know it's funny you got andrade on that poster and he was told if you mess with Sammy when you come back, we're being you're you're getting sent home. And he comes back and he punches a dude. Talking about a guy bit somebody, his dude punches a dude, got sent home, and it's like now he's back. Like I, oh, there's a lot of appeasing that goes on there. There's a lot of a lot that goes on there. Well, I guess, and it's 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 frustrating as a fan because again, this takes away from. Any excitement that's been going on and reduces, and I, and I hate to say this, but like it reduces the debut of Collision. Of course, it's already, it's already happened. By being moved to the amphitheater you know how and all that other stuff. many so. things have ruined the something or other? With so, at the end of the day, here is my advice to Tony Khan, which nobody will listen to, but perhaps someone out there will listen to it because it's a life lesson that I have learned personally. You will never have everyone like you. You will never have everybody like you. There's always going to be people that don't like you. And sometimes when you have to make a decision because you're the boss, well, you have to make a decision that some people are not going to like. Now, I know that everyone on the Internet is going to say, oh, well, he's saying that Ace... I didn't even tell you which side Tony should choose. My point is there's there's two options here. Ace Steel is either rehired and he works backstage at Collision and him and Punk are happy, or he is fired, and he does not come back, and the elite are happy. That is the only solution that's going to work. If you try to make both sides happy, what happens is you are where you are now, where you've made both sides angry. Both sides are angry right now. You have not solved the problem. You've made a bigger problem. You've pissed everybody off. Including you. I'm not angry. There you are. Actually, I'm not angry. I'm in a great mood. A little mood. salty. A little salty. It takes a lot to make me angry. Mm. Raw like tonight you're angry, huh? is uh, Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus Night of Champions contract signing. Brock Lesnar and Cody Rhodes, quote, under one roof. That's some branding for you. Mm. Seth Rollins will do his interview with Corey Graves and talk about Roman Reigns and AJ. Mm. Kevin Sammy at a mystery partner versus Imperium. And Candice LeRae versus Zoe Stark. Then we have the updated lineup for NXT, where we have got Roxanne Perez, Tiffany Stratton in one semifinal, Lyra Valkyra and Cora Jade in the other semifinal, Nathan Frazier versus Noam Dar. Oh, man, a talk show off. Tyler Bate versus Eddie Thorpe. And the real main event this week, everybody. Hank versus Tank. Yep. This time it's personal. Hank versus Tank. 
Then, of course, we have the... Can you imagine what Booker T's commentary is going to be like during this? We got Dynamite coming up at the MGM Grand. Adam Cole, Chris Jericho, contract signing. Orange Cassidy defends the international title against Kyle Fletcher. I guess presumably if Kyle wins, he's in that battle royal or something like that. House of Black versus Blake Christian A.R. Fox and Metallique, who is no longer Gran. He's just simply he's just metal. FTR promo, Ricky Starks promo, Four Pillars promo, Tony Khan promo, where he'll announce the location of AW Collision. Taya Valkyrie versus Lady Frost. And the Lucha Bros against Claudio and Wheeler Yuta for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. That's the lineup here for the next couple of days. And, of course, we've got all of the injuries. Where do we even begin? Last night, this is not 100% confirmed, but I can confirm that the people of the building thought that Mercedes broke her ankle. That's what they told me. She was doing a match with Willow Nightingale, the finals of the tournament, where, at least going in, Dave was told she was going to win. And uh, they were, I mean, the match, I mean, there were there were some problems with this match. They end up uh, fighting on the top, and she slipped, fell off, and injured her ankle. Probably broken, is what they believed. And she got back in the ring. She attempted to do the uh, bank statement, but because she was hurt, she couldn't jump. And so she basically pulled Willow onto her own face and then uh, put the move on. And then Willow got the ropes. And I guess they decided, let's take this thing home. You're going over. And Willow hit a uh, gut-wrench sit-out powerbomb. And the ref counts one. He counts two. He stops counting. Mercedes does not kick out. The fans begin booing unmercifully. And so Willow grabbed her, hit her with another sit-out powerbomb. This time the referee counted three. And Willow Nightingale is the new, uh, I double, it's New Japan Strong Women's Champion. And she is a strong woman if you watch this match, let me tell you. So, uh, Mercedes appears to be uh, a broken ankle, and hopefully she gets well soon. And then when we come back, we got about uh, five other injuries to talk about. So, stand by, Observer Live. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Well, more injuries. We've got Mark Davis, Aussie Open. Arthroscopic surgery on his knee, repairing a torn meniscus. They vacated the strong and tag team titles. And uh, the strong and tag team titles? IWGP. Okay. Yeah. That's what that was? Come on. <laughs> Everybody knows what I'm talking about. Gotcha. Uh, if they didn't know what we were talking about, how could they listen to you? Uh-huh. We have uh, both titles up for grabs at Dominion in a match with Evil and Yujiro versus Goto and Yoshihashi. There's no winners here. For all the belts. They'll be so, so one of those two teams will be the strong tag team champions. Okay. Just unify. Get rid of the belts. Those close to Davis said he will be back very team. soon. Sit six weeks or perhaps even shorter. Well, that's at least good. Dakota Kai, torn ACL. Liv Morgan was injured, both in the same match, by the way. So what happened was they were they were doing a match, and uh, <laughs> I was I always hate uh, you know killing people's gimmicks, but you guys know Nick Gage. Yeah. Well, we were doing a uh, a match, and uh, and Nick Gage and Antonio against Tom and I. For beyond, I think it was, and uh, you know we're going over everything, and uh, Nick is going to do his comeback, and he's going to hit the running face wash boot in the corner. And I don't know if you guys actually know Nick Gage. I I I, I, I don't. I don't want to kill his gimmick because he might kill me. But he's the sweetest guy, <laughs> and he sits Tom down in the corner, and he like just gently touches his face, and he goes, "Just turn your face just like this," and. He won't feel. He's explaining it like the softest, gentlest explanation for how to do the running boot uh, face wash or whatever they call it. So anyway, that's the move. You know, you you the person turns their head and the foot goes right past them or whatever. So, not to break kayfabe, but you don't actually running boot them in the head as hard as you can, unless you're unless- Sami Zayn on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. In which he booted that guy's face through the uprights. I was right there. Holy smokes, he booted that guy. A couple times with Otani and Kanemoto in the 90s, maybe. But anyway, so uh, that's what she was doing to live. But in flying past her, if you watch the video, it's like she sat like right on Liv's shoulder. And I don't know uh, the extent of the injury, but Liv's, Liv's got a shoulder injury that might need surgery was what I was told. So she was hurt, and then, you know, Dakota knew she was hurt. And so the way it was explained to me was, well, she was trying to protect her, and in doing so, she tore her own ACL. So we had two serious injuries in the same match. And uh, Dakota's undergoing surgery, and I guess Lib Morgan may or may not be uh, undergoing surgery. So that's the update there. Uh, Will Osprey, it says here, 
according to Dave, great pain last night from the right shoulder. He had an injured shoulder that he's coming back from. A win over Tanahashi in Long Beach. Returned from the injury to the AC joint. Suffered in a match with Davis in the New Japan Cup. We've heard nothing regarding being out of action, only that he was in pain, and his actions at the end of the match weren't selling but were legitimate. Well, I got a lot of experience with those AC joint injuries because I injured both of them. How? Well, one was a power bomb off the top rope, which I didn't want to take, but I did, and in the end I was right. And then the other one was, of all things, because this is how wrestling works, of all things, I hurt myself on a seated dropkick. Oh, man. How? Well, I'd never done one before, and I don't know why I even thought about it, but the fellow was just sitting up, and I thought, I'm just going to do a basement dropkick, or what do they call it? And really, all you have to do, if you're not incompetent, is just take a back bump. But instead, I tried to do a normal dropkick low. So I turned sideways, and I landed sideways on my shoulder. That's how you injure your AC joint, when you land sideways on your shoulder. And uh, in both cases, I couldn't do jack for a long time. I couldn't bench press the bar. I couldn't do push-ups on my knees, even. I couldn't do anything. Couldn't do jack, too. With that shoulder, I could huh? do nothing. And it was a long, long time before I was able to. And there, there's like various. There's like a first, second, or third degree AC joint sprain, and like you get a bad one, and I mean you don't come back in a month or two months. So all the best to Will Osprey because that sucks. Put that on your list against getting hurt doing the. Uh... Was it roll of the, not the roll of the dice? I hurt the, myself uh, taking snake eyes. Snake eyes, yeah. yeah. You think you know where the mat is, but it's not. <laughs> Bros, you don't understand how, how fragile the human body is when it doesn't know what's happening. That's the issue. That's why, you know, you get in a you get rear ended and it's much worse because you didn't even know it was coming. Blah, whatever. Or, you know, the other day I was I was just walking and there was a hole in the ground. Ooh. And I and it was not even very deep. It was like that deep. I stepped in that hole, man. My back, that was bad times. Forget about the back. What about the knee? No, my knee was fine. All right, but my back was not fine. Ooh. It was not fine at all. It's your age, though. No, it's not my age. It was a hole in the earth that I stepped in. Did you fall down and you know no grass? No, you just do that weird thing where you go and you kind of you know. Like the old man, did you have the old man walk for a minute after the workers walk? Like, ah. Like, it ain't a workers going. walk, bro. That's how that's... I walked. <laughs> so that's the update on all of the injuries. We also no, had well, shows. There's actually a couple more. I hate to say it. And oh, I don't great. know. I, I didn't see the match. I don't know how bad it is. But uh, Taiji Ishimori's best of Oh, yeah. I think it's a concussion. Okay, yeah. It said cervical. And so it's like, oh, God, what does cervical mean? But if it's, Oh, is that uh, what they said? That's what was... That may not be a concussion, then. Yeah, so, again, I don't know how bad off he was. I don't know if it was a stinger or what exactly it was that happened, but he's out, his tournament's going to be over with, and there was actually, I guess, Shunma Katsumata in a match over the weekend of DDT broke his ankle, so now the KO and D tag team titles and the extreme titles are going to be apparently now up for grabs on the same show that Nick Wayne will be on in June, at some point like June 25th at Cork and all. 
Hey, listen, I'm no doctor, but uh, DJ says whatever it is is affecting his right shoulder and arm. And uh, usually usually the neck, it neck. Uh, affects yeah. the left side. So well, uh, I don't know, dude. That's not good. That's not good. Well, I think that's all the updates for now. Let's hope so when it comes to injuries, at least. But, uh, yeah, not good. Oh, we haven't even talked about, like, you know how many injuries are in NXT? Oh, I mean, we have talked about it ad nauseum, but there's a bunch, dude. And I don't even know all of them. SmackDown had, uh, actually, we'll finish with New Japan first, because I saw two of the other matches. We had uh, Will Ospreay and Tanahashi, which we talked about. This match was awesome. Last few minutes were great. It's kind of like, uh, you know, early on it was, uh, I don't want to say, you're not going to see, actually, I will say this. It was a Will Ospreay walk and talk match, which is still more action than uh, 99% of people in the ring. But for Will Ospreay, he walked and talked for half of this. Walking and drumming, brother. And they did some. They did an air drum and air guitar, you know, battle. They had a concert. And then uh, they picked it up at the end with some awesome near falls. And uh, Osprey hit the hidden blade. Stormbreaker for the penny moves on in this mini tournament where the winner will be getting a shot at Kenny Omega's IWGP U.S. title. And then the other match, which actually I love this more than the uh, Osprey-Tanahashi match, Ishii, Rocky, and Okada versus Moxley, Shota Umino, and Wheeler Yuta. This match ruled. And everybody looked great. Poor Rocky. Poor Rocky. Mm. God, he got cut off and then Moxley tagged in. And, dude, Moxley just pummeled this poor guy. He just beat the stuffing out of this little I got to be honest. I hate to say it, Rock. I love you. I gave Moxley 10 bucks because oh, you, you deserve to be you're pummeled. You're horrible. Calling in here on that potato of a phone that you had on Friday. Wow. So. You know, but it's all, it's all love now. Are you sure it's that was the now. phone and not the byline end? It, I'd never blame Rocky. You don't think that guy's got a good phone? He goes all over the world. Come on. But anyway, the point is, he, uh, he, got, he done got beat up. Did. And then he made a comeback where uh, he did my new favorite John Moxley spot that he's been doing for about a week now, which is he gets heat on a guy, and then the other guy hits a big move on him. And so his response is to pop up to his feet, and he's so groggy, he leaps for a tag, but it's the wrong corner. He has to stumble to his feet and find the actual corner. And by that time, the other guy is running roughshod. And so we had all of these big spots. They're teasing Okada and Shooter at some point. They're teasing Okada and Moxley. We had uh, oh man, just one after another. And then finally, Okada hit the Rainmaker on Moxley, sent him outside. Old Shooter hit the Death Rider on Rocky, pinned him. This was a great match. Great! Made, made better by that crowd, because that crowd was fantastic. I thought it they came across really, really well last night. Then we also had the uh, the Usos and Ray and Santos Escobar, which if you watch New Japan first, you'll be like, eh, this wasn't that good. But if you watch this cold, you watch the rest of the show, this match was really good. And uh, it was another one where... They got about 14 minutes, and the first seven was just, that's eh, whatever. You know, they're getting heat on uh, They Santos. had to do some stuff before you got They got to put some time break. in. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, then they, they started doing all the big spots at the end, and it was great. And uh, finally, 
Ray hits the 619 on Jimmy after Sammy and Kevin interfered. Escobar hits the big splash, got the pin. These Usos, man, they're losing a bunch of matches here. And Roman, he is not happy. Now, I know people don't like this, but I, I like SmackDown, but I have a I have a complaint, and I must get it out. Uh-huh. And I actually don't even blame WWE. I, I blame Cole, Michael Cole, who has improved at his job a lot, but he has something he does that absolutely drives me irrationally crazy. And it was it happened multiple times during the show. And it's always in a tag match. So they'll be doing this tag match. And, you know, something will happen. There's a double team. Ref turns around. Counts the pin or whatever. And Michael Cole will make a note that the referee did not see the double team. Bro. Dude. Do you know how many double teams there are in every single, not just WWE, but every single tag match on the face of this planet. There's double teaming all the time. And now you're trying to tell me that if the ref catches double teaming, there will be like a disqualification. It happened once earlier. What match was it? It was, um, there were two tag matches. You know what's worse than Hold that on, I got to get this. Brawling Brutes, okay? So they're doing the Brawling Brutes and Pretty Deadly. And the referee's distracted. And pretty deadly hits their 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 spilt milk. Came out of the ropes. And then the referee, you know, turns around and Cole goes, the referee distracted during that double team. So I guess now it's legal. Well, he said the exact same thing in the main event. But the reason it was so infuriating in the main event is uh, there was a distraction. Jay hit the pop-up neckbreaker, got a near fall. Cole says, the ref was distracted, didn't see the double team. The very next spot, the Usos are doing a double suplex in the middle of the ring. The ref's right there watching this double team. But that's okay. Still better than... Knock that crap off! Not this way! Not this way! Hate that. Back in a moment, Observer Live. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. In one hour, 2 Pacific, 5 Eastern, myself and filthy Tom Lawler are going to be back to talk a lot of different things, including New Japan Strong running in Japan, a New Japan Strong branded show, which he is advertised for. So we're going to talk about that. And we'll get his thoughts on the top matches from yesterday, as well as a full report on SmackDown. And we were going to do a sponsorship SmackDown, but uh, what we're looking for is not so easy to find, it turns out. So that'll have to be for another week. What? Yeah. What are you trying to find? That uh, Prime Energy drink. Oh, God. I can't find that thing anywhere. Not much, Bro, you think it's my idea? You think I need an energy drink? I don't know. That's the last thing I need. You better hope that he hasn't had one because he already put up on Twitter that he's just going to badger you for about an hour to see if he can make your head explode. Good luck, brother. That ain't going to work on me. And then tomorrow, it's a Brian Vinny, Granny, Craig, Sean show. That's a lame duck show, too. Dull-headed. Retro Raw for the next uh, about four weeks, and then... 21 years ago in NWA TNA kicks off. 
You're a crappy person. That is going to be awesome. You're a bad I've bad heard person. people that have watched that first show, and man. Bro. Oh, man. Oh, my God. Well, you know, you shouldn't stick up for that damn orca, should you? Where, I hope you all learned a lesson about sticking up for that whale. I don't like him. All righty, everybody. Thanks, Mike, as always. Callers and listeners over to the studio. Talk to you next time. Wrestling Observer Live. You have been listening to the Wrestling Observer Daily Podcast on the 8Side Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.